brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that shares your values. More information is available at CharityMobile.com. There's a claim made by some traditionalist Catholics from the, that separates us from those merely in the Latin Mass movement. That is, if you didn't know the argument, so far that it would be so far out there that some find it offensive. And the claim goes like this, that Vatican II gave birth to a new religion. I won't go too much into the particulars about that claim beyond to say that the law of how we pray is the law of what we believe, and that the council documents, rather, explicitly contradict magisterial teachings of the church from before the council, so much so that the very ecclesiology of the church is different. Ecclesiology is one of those $5 words, meaning how the church views itself and its relationship to the world. Needless to say, this claim was often the stumbling block for many regular Catholics being called to traditional Catholicism until something strange happened. Instead of defending and doubling down on the best alternative to that position, which is the hermeneutic continuity, instead of doubling down on that, the modernists started agreeing with us. They have done this a lot, actually, especially in the run-up to and after the release of Traditionis Custodis, the Trash Can Guardians document. I mention this today because Francis gave an official address to the Roman Curia a few days before Christmas, where he repeated this claim, that a new religion was born at Vatican II. And he didn't characterize it that way, but that's what he said when you understand the meaning of words. One word here is extremely important, and that word is conversion. What do we Catholics mean when we talk about conversion? I'll turn to an organization known for explaining the faith in everyday language without talking down to their audiences if their audience were a bunch of idiots. And that organization is Catholic Answers. And trust me, I disagree with a lot with them on a lot of things. But in areas like this, they're not typically wrong. The word conversion is important because Francis said the church converted at Vatican II. Yeah, he said that. I'll get to his words in a moment. But first, Catholic Answers defines conversion in this way. Quote, Something continual. Our love is something that has worked under perfection. We can grasp this by reflecting on marriage. To be a faithful, hopeful, and loving spouse requires years of learning, trust, and the habitual practice of unselfish giving. The desire for the good of the other, at whatever cost to us. None of this comes quickly in a marriage, and it's the same for the Christian life. The life of conversion, renewal, and ever-deepening love. But conversion doesn't end with communion with the Catholic Church. Our work of participation in God's saving grace is a lifelong duty even for quote-unquote cradle Catholics. Conversion is for everyone because its fruits of faith, hope, and love are for everyone. Conversion comes from the Latin conversio, meaning to turn around. In the New Testament, the Greek writers used the word metanoia, meaning a change of heart, particularly towards repentance. Conversion involves both turning away from a past life and turning toward God, resulting in an interior transformation of the person. Conversion can mean turning from sin to repentance, from laxity to fervor, from unbelief to faith, from error to truth. It includes the initial turning toward God away from atheism, turning toward moral virtue from vice, and turning toward belief in Christ from non-Christian religion. Just as a parent calls a child in a dangerous situation back to safety, so does God, a loving father, continually call us away from what is harmful in our lives and back to communion and new life with him. We also use the word to refer to turning toward the fullness of Christian truth in communion with the Catholic Church. But even this is not the end of conversion. 
making the choice to join the church is just a milestone in one's journey to heaven. Conversion is also a daily choice to turn our eyes and hearts back to God in everything we do, say, and think. We're not called just to turn around and face the way of safety and peace, but to continually sweeten our faith, end quote. Francis said the church converted at Vatican II. You begin to see the problem. Francis said the church was called to conversion at Vatican II, which means it was called to turn away from its sinful past at Vatican II, to have a change of heart, to stop doing erroneous things. In more simpler terms, the church was called to stop being wrong about so many things and to change course. In this case, change the faith. It's an insidious, diabolical claim because the faith is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. Yet Francis said it, and I tend to believe him when he says the church converted. At least I tend to agree with him that he believes that the church converted. I'm a convert. As an adult, I live a sinful, atheistic life. I turned my back on that life and changed my ways, repenting of my errors and embraced something new to me, the Catholic faith. Now, to say that the church converted is to say that what it embraced was something new. Here are Francis's words where he makes his claim. Now, if you want to read the full address for yourself, you'll need two things. You'll need to go to my show notes at returntotradition.org for the links in a foreign website, and then you're going to need to open up a translating algorithm online that's in German. But from his address to the Roman Curia on December 22nd, 2022, Francis says, quote, Conversion means learning to take the message of the gospel more seriously and trying to put it into practice in our lives. It's not just about refraining from evil, but doing as much good as possible. In the face of the gospel, we always remain like children in need of learning. When we think we have learned everything, we fall into spiritual pride. This year marks 60 years since the beginning of Vatican II. What was the event of the Council but a great opportunity for conversion for the whole church? St. John the Twenty-Third said in this context, it is not the gospel that changes, but we begin to understand it better. The conversion that the Council gave us was an attempt to better understand the gospel, to make it relevant, alive, and effective in this historical moment. As has happened several times in church history, we felt called to conversion in our time as a community of believers. And this path is by no means complete. The current reflection of the synodality of the church springs precisely from the conviction that the journey to understanding Christ's message is never-ending and constantly challenging us. The opposite of conversion is fixation, that is, the hidden belief that we don't need a deeper understanding of the gospel. It is the mistake of wanting to fix Jesus' message in a single form that is valid at all times. However, the form must be able to change again and again so the substance remains the same. The real heresy is not just preaching a different gospel, see Galatians chapter 1, verse 9, as Paul says, but also not translating it into the language and culture of the day, and the apostle to the nations has just done that. Preserving means keeping the message of Christ alive, not imprisoning it, end quote. It also seems like he cannot take any, can't, can't pass any opportunity to dunk on trads. But according to him, the church doesn't understand the gospel, at least it didn't before Vatican II, and it understands it now better than it did before. The consequences of that statement alone, the implications of it, should be driving many faithful Catholics into the harder-line traditionalist movement. Francis is denying the indefectibility of the church. The church went off the rails at some point in her ancient past, according to his view. He's actually said this before. He has pushed a Catholic version of the Protestant era called the Babylonian Captivity. 
it's a popular idea again with Protestants that says the real church was captured by Babylon, meaning the Catholic Church in Rome, and that it wasn't liberated until Luther, Henry VIII, Zwingli, and other men driven by the hunger of the flesh managed to free her. It's a ridiculous claim on its face. Francis believes essentially the same thing. The Catholic Church was held captive until the reformers of Vatican II finished the job started by the Protestants. It's why he has a statue of Martin Luther in the Vatican, and why Rome has issued commemorative stamps with Luther and Calvin on them. He has a Protestant understanding of church history, and has applied that understanding to the council. He's not alone in this thinking. His right-hand man in trying to bury the traditional Catholic Mass, uh, Cardinal Arthur Roach, said that the Latin Mass does not fit the ecclesiology of the church since Vatican II. Now, by that, he means that, that the ecclesiology or the way the church understands its mission in the world and its mission among men and women more broadly has changed fundamentally, has a different vision of itself in the world and a different purpose. And that the mass that goes back to the fourth century, that's where the traditional Latin mass came from, the fourth century, doesn't exactly fit the church after the council, according to his view, that the church converted at, at or after the council. He has said this in numerous interviews, by the way. In 2021, Arthur Roach gave an interview to the tablet out of the UK where he said this himself, quote, summarizing, Roach, summarizing Roach's comments, the tablet's Christopher Lamb wrote that the archbishop stressed that a deep theological foundation was underlying the Pope's restrictions on the traditional Mass. It is not about some Catholics having a personal preference for Latin. It goes to the heart of how the church sees itself and its mission. It is about the old saying, lex orandi, lex credendi. How we pray is how we believe. Matt Gasters, managing editor of Catholic Family News, highlighted the comment in a tweet that I won't show you here, suggesting that Roach thus confirms yet again that Vatican II's new ecclesiology is fundamentally incompatible with the traditional ecclesiology expressed via the traditional Latin Mass. Referencing Vatican II's document on the church, Lumen Gentium, Lamb noted how Roach saw the Council's document as shifting away from a model of the Church as a perfect society to the biblical notion of the Church as the pilgrim people of God. Doubling down on his theme that Vatican II had ushered in irrevocable change in the Church, Roach stated the idea that things will change under a new pontificate is only a misplaced but reveals an enormous ignorance about the mandate given to the entire Church by the Second Vatican Council. To stand against Peter is an astonishing act, full of hubris, Roach added, end quote. That's what they think of you, those of you who want to just keep the same faith as your great-grandparents. But that is the essence of what they mean by conversion. You can no longer, he you no longer hear of prelates calling the church the spotless bride of Christ. When was the last time you heard somebody say that? That language speaks to classical theology, traditionalist thinking these days, about the church. Now, everything can and must change, whether it changes now or at some vague point in the future. That will all change, and it can change because the church must change. That's the thinking. Very circular logic. The Holy Spirit is guiding the church to change, according to this reasoning. It's diabolical to be sure, but that is what we're being told. There are reports coming from trustworthy sources that another restriction on the traditional Latin Mass is coming, probably by the spring, and is being described in the harshest terms possible. If or when that happens, I will have a report on it for you here, so hit that subscribe button to keep up with what's going on. But I am curious what you think about Francis admitting that the church converted at Vatican II. What did it convert to is the question I want to know. 
let me know in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help a lot. This is sharing this on social media. That helps a lot as well. Please enjoy your Christmas liturgical season. It doesn't end candle mass, folks, February 2nd. And this will be a good time. If you want those three days of darkness candles, to so go find yourself some 100% beeswax candles. Get them traditionally blessed at the candle mass. Yet this is your early warning. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.